Hi, this is episode 10 of the Coronavirus Daily and I am Ajay Punya. The coronavirus pandemic has made it obvious that none of the world's countries have a fully functional public health infrastructure. The epidemiologist Larry Brilliant said, while outbreaks seem to be inevitable, pandemics are optional. The prevailing economic structure ensured society as a whole produced wealth, but only a few got to take it home despite the fact that their success depended on labor, their education, their housing, transportation, diet, etc., utilities, banking system, and a whole host of social infrastructure. Perhaps this outbreak can allow us to imagine a different world. And while we're at it, maybe build and even widen the sidewalks. The date today is 3rd April, Friday. First, the uncertain. As economies get set to dole out relief packages, the losses get socialized, while profits, till now, were all privatized. But it needn't be going forward. Maybe, just maybe, we can now design our country to function better for everyone and not just the super rich. What if we build a different story about distribution of wealth? What if we see the society's prosperity as a collective outcome? And now, for the good, the bad and the ugly. The good. Let's talk a bit about Singapore, a country that has seen a controlled outbreak, although they announced today that they will shut schools in an attempt to socially distance people as the threat of second wave looms. But their health workers have seen very few infections. So a little case study on what's working for them. Preparation, planning, patient ratios, and the most important, protective equipment. The reasons were published in the Annals of Internal Medicine None of the healthcare workers acquired infections suggests that surgical masks, hand hygiene, and other standard procedures protected them from being infected. Good job, Singapore. <clears throat> lockdown or no lockdown? The COVID-19 scare is here to stay. Not the virus. I am talking about the fear of the virus. That is not going anywhere. Those of you still being able to work from home are likely to see it continue. Till before COVID-19, a lot of companies were uncertain of working out the work-from-home mechanism. And suddenly, it has become a trial on a major scale. Some years ago, Harvard Business Review called WFH as a business strategy and not a perk. And now, it seems, due to the virus care, work-from-home is here to stay. In what form? Rotational or complete departments, especially those that are not customer-facing ones. To a certain extent, it is also good for the employees, for they have greater work-life balance and save time on commuting, etc. While the employer can save fixed costs of office space and use hot desking. Some silver lining in this calamity. The bad. Couple of days ago, I spoke of how the research to identify the virus source has brought us back to square one. Whether it is a pangolin or a bat, the speculation of the original virus hides the bigger picture, that is, of habitat loss of wild animals. Since mid-20th century, a lot of pathogens have emerged in new territories, where they've never been before, and a majority of them originated in the bodies of animals, and amongst those, two-thirds originated in wildlife, where mostly these microbes live harmlessly. But the problem arises 
when deforestation creates a path for these microbes to enter the human body. It's this repeated intimate contact that allows the microbes to cross over into our bodies, turning them into deadly human viruses. Earlier this week, India hinted at a partial media gag, and now Iraq has banned Reuters for three months for their coronavirus reporting. Reuters said Iraq has thousands of cases and not the 800 odd cases that it currently accepts, and much higher deaths than what they accept. The Iraqi government has thus fined them $20,000 and asked for an apology too, alongside the three-month ban. We cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. With this tweet, Donald Trump echoed the sentiments of many business leaders. In India, Rajiv Bajaj said of the lockdown, we should have kept the seniors home, closed public spaces and allowed the rest of us to keep life moving forward. But, you know, that's the curse of growth. A growing economy cannot afford to save a few thousand lives if it means letting go of some percentage of GDP growth. Although, what it doesn't take into account is the fear of the virus affecting the morale and the risk of infection. But then lockdown does pile on financial misery, and so the dilemma remains. Opening up, causing mass deaths, versus shutting down for too long, causing mass suffering. A complete chaos of existing economic theories. But of course, there is no such thing as a normal economy if a lot of working population is going to die anyway. And if the virus is not overpowered, then there is nothing normal to return to. And now, the ugly. If your anxiety got triggered listening to the bad, I would request you to avoid listening anymore. Okay, now that you're still here. Not Iron Man, not Superman, and not Batman either. In this moment of crisis, the real superheroes are the healthcare workers. These superheroes are at risk partly because we sometimes send them into battle without adequate personal protective equipment, or PPEs. Be it US, India, or UK, the story is the same. And this is a global scandal. But what's even worse is now hospitals are compounding the outrage by punishing staff members who speak up or simply try to keep themselves safe. They've been issued threats of getting fired or a disciplinary action when the coronavirus firefighting ends. But if the doctors are ill-equipped to fight the virus, who will douse the fire? Continuing further with this story, the reason for this complaint by the healthcare workers is due to serious shortage. And now it has been reported that the fear of shortages are driving many countries to take increasingly unscrupulous measures to secure masks and tests. In a recent incident, masks that were ready to be transported in a plane at Shanghai airport to France were diverted to US as some representatives turned just before takeoff with loads of cash. Gangsta style. Well, a US official did deny the claims, of course, as a matter of protocol. With countries introducing export bans of PPEs and not fulfilling existing supply promises, those countries that don't manufacture PPEs, or at least not enough of it, are now resorting to such questionable attempts. State pack stealing, cheating, trafficking. Get familiar with it. Before I go, the funnies. Czech Republic and even Slovakia has made masks mandatory for everyone. And to make that happen, people have started making masks at home. In fact, 
Czech Republic is one of the few European countries where the spread of the virus has slowed down. The reason for that is this decree. But as with any decree, there will be people who flout them. And so there were cases of sunbathers at nudist spot who were fined for not complying with the rule. Not for not wearing anything at all, but just the mask. Masks are mandatory. Everything else is a matter of choice. Goodbye, wash your hands and see you next week.